Today's episode is brought to you by Kangaroo. Kangaroo was created to ensure that everyone has access to home security. Every product Kangaroo makes start with three questions. Is it simple? Can it be produced at a price that everyone can afford? And is it secure? With Kangaroo, you never pay unnecessary bells and whistles, and you know your data is going to be secure. The Front Door Security Kit is a simple setup with no tools or tech geeks required. Hey, I take offense to that. If you have Wi-Fi and a smartphone, you can use Kangaroo. Go to heykangaroo.com to learn more and start keeping your home safe today. And be sure to use the code RINGDONG, that's R-I-N-G-D-O-N-G, for 20% off any Kangaroo complete subscription order. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Meow Mix, a Carolina Panthers podcast. My name is Steven. My name is Jerry. And on today's show, it's going to be all about training camp. Uh, there have been two padded practices so far, and we are going to get into what we've seen, what we've heard, and maybe some new observations about how the Panthers could do this year. Um, but first, we're going to kick it off with some NFL news. Jerry, take it away. Former Panthers uh, defensive tackle Jared McCoy has toured his quad tendon and was released from the Dallas Cowboys. Not surprised that they released him, but I was shocked that they signed McCoy and Poe to be their starting defensive tackles. And us Panther fans know how well that went last year for them. Yeah, I read that McCoy had like a... There was like a specific clause in his contract that allowed the Cowboys to dissolve the contract if he had a quad injury. Very interesting. Uh, He still keeps his $3 million bonus that they gave him, but they allowed him to basically to cut him without owing him anything else. So kind of weird, kind of specific. Hmm. Is that his career? Because I think it is. I don't know. How old is he? He's not that old. I think he's like 32. I, that defensive tackle position it just wears your body down. And He's 32, yeah. Um, I don't think so. I think he plays again. Okay. Moving on. Tight ends are getting paid. Well, the elite tight ends are getting paid. George Kittle received a five-year, $75 million uh, contract with $30 million guaranteed. Uh, probably best tight end in the league. Mm-hmm. Good for him. I'm, I'm shocked he's not making more wide receiver money considering he puts up wide receiver numbers. That's always been the debate, though. Ask Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Uh, also, Travis Kelsey received a five-year, $46 million extension with $20 million guaranteed. But Kelsey is a good bit older than Kettle. He's you know already in his 30s. So. Also, a lot, of, a lot of people would say that he's the best tight end in the game still. Yeah. So. Um, so if those guys are worth that, then Ian Thomas is worth like a Happy Meal, McDonald's Happy Meal. I'm just shaking my head because <laughs> we—you uh, don't even know what he's gonna do this year. I just you like gotta, teasing you. I just like teasing I, you about Ian Thomas because you like him, and so far he's done nothing. I at least want to see what he has. You just wrote him off already. Yeah, I, I know. I, I can tell. I you can, can tell. tell. Yeah. Why aren't you on the scouting team? <clears throat> 
Uh, I mean, I if your expertise an or the, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. I don't have an answer. Okay, to that I now spent all my efforts winning fantasy leagues, Jerry, except for last year. Mm-hmm. And the year before that, I won a league the year before that. Uh, a league, not the league I was in, because I, I didn't won specify that, that I spend my time winning your <laughs> fantasy leagues. <laughs> Moving on, Des Bryant is going to pro- work out for the Baltimore Ravens. Des Bryant. I haven't heard that name in a while. What year is this? 2017? No way he makes the team, right? I hope not. Feels like just oh. one of those, you know, give a veteran an olive branch, let him come in and kick the tires just in yeah. case, you know. You, you never know. He may be, you know, friends kind of with Lamar Jackson and they're trying to keep their superstar happy or another superstar they have on the team. Based on what you've seen, like, you know, we saw a video with Terrell Owens a few weeks ago running like a 4-440 or something and looked like to be incredible shape. Would you rather have, if you had to choose, Des Bryant or Terrell Owens on your team right now? I think Des Bryant. I think Terrell Owens would still cause too much of an issue in the locker room. Well, Des Bryant's not a Boy Scout. Oh, he's not a Boy <laughs> Scout, but I know Terrell Owens will start yelling and screaming while I think Des Bryant would be just happy to be back in a locker room. You may be right. I, I don't think that either one of them is going to get a shot. <laughs> yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Not realistically. Yeah. Uh, Washington football team's quarterback Alex Smith has started practicing 21 min- months after a horrific injury to his leg and multiple surgeries. Congratulations for coming back. Yeah. Uh, I, I like Alex Smith. Always have. He's always sort of been an underdog, even though he was the number one draft pick, you know. But he always sort of seems like he's not. He doesn't get the respect. Um, and he had some pretty bad years in San Francisco, but if you're pretty much everywhere he's gone since then, he's played pretty well. So, yeah, I'm glad for him to come back. And hey, you know, current Panthers quarterback Teddy Bridgewater knows a little something about coming back from horrific knee injuries. So, her- horrific leg injuries, I should say. So, uh, if you know, I hope Alex does it. I'm rooting for yeah. him. Now we're going to get on to Panthers news. These are more just little updates. We'll decide the merit here in a second. The Panthers have signed wide receiver Tommy Lee Lewis, wide receiver Markin Michelle, and hard knock star tight end Andrew Vullert, and wave linebacker Kayeva Tazino, Wide receiver DeAndre White and tight end Cam Sutton. Uh, the biggest thing I can say about these guys is Andrew Vollert really uh, made a star out of himself getting cut the first episode of Hard Knocks this year. Uh, Mark and Michelle is Sony Michelle's brother. And Tommy Lee Lewis knows Teddy Bridgewater and Joe Brady from his day in the Saints. Yeah, the one that caught my eye most was Tommy Lee Lewis. Uh, that's a an interesting addition. A guy that knows the offense, knows Bridgewater, and knows Joe Brady. Um, I think he's going to make the team. And of course, cutting DeAndre White, who was on the team last year, and a lot of people thought could make that fifth or sixth receiver spot. Cutting him for Tommy Lee Lewis, essentially, uh, I think that's that speaks a lot. So I didn't. I haven't seen Hard Knocks yet, but I have heard about the other guy and I, you know, the tight end, I'm not sure what to expect from him, but 
I also kind of find it interesting because Tommy Lee Lewis is also a huge return guy. Yeah. So, Pharaoh Cooper they brought in to return punts and kicks, and now Tommy Lee Lewis. It's well. I wonder if they're looking for depth that return. I, I was gonna say this year, you know, given that some players may miss a couple of weeks here and there because of the coronavirus, having redundancies at those key spots is not a bad thing at yeah. all. Now, there was one other claim that they made. Uh, they signed, or they claimed defensive end Jalen Jelks from the Dallas Cowboys off waivers. Uh, they haven't made a corresponding cut yet because he hasn't passed all his COVID-19 restrictions yet. Mm-hmm. So once he passes all that and he's allowed to be on the field, they'll have to make a cut. I have nothing to add. Okay. <laughs> Camp body, sounds like. Yeah. Well, do you want to do a quick break, and then we will be back with training camp nudes, and we'll discuss the road to restart video. Nudes. Uh, One quick thing, one more little piece of news. Russell Kung uh, had a press conference today, Tuesday, and mentioned that he was was not considering retiring at all and wished that the media would do their research before reporting things like that says that he has always planned on playing and is looking forward to the season. So left tackle for the Panthers seems to be short up. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that was sort of going to be one, one of the things I was going to talk about today is if, uh, you know, if we needed to add depth at any position, that that might have been one of them. But sounds like he's going to be here, so that's good. All right, let's take our quick breaks. We'll be right back. You've heard of the NWA. Well, watch out, because here comes the NDA boys singing their greatest hit. Please don't tell my wife. She said she's only 18. Or Jerry Richardson's classic, I want to shave your legs. If you order now, you'll get Robert Kraft's classic, I was just there for a massage. Order now for $19.95, plus shipping and handling at meowmixpodcast.com. And we're back. Uh, Before we hit training camp, the Panthers released a Road to Restart video. I guess this is going to be their Hard Knocks Carolina Panthers version. Yeah, like last year they did Camp Confidential. Last few years they've done Camp Confidential, which was always pretty good. Mm -hmm. Well, this year I think they're calling it Road to Restart. The first episode deals mostly with the coronavirus, but it is very interesting how they're dealing with it. Uh, all the players have their own suite. So Christian McCaffrey's in a suite. Trey Boston's in a suite. You know, uh, it's nice to see the organization taking a lot of steps to keep them safe. Uh, there's this one huge bright light machine. And they're discussing about, you know, how often do we have to do these in the room? Is it once a day, once a week? And they're like, oh, you spent so much money for this. The more you use it, the better. So... I didn't see that on Hard Knocks either, that big, bright machine. So it'll be interesting if, you know, Tepper jumped out and was spending a lot of money where other owners weren't doing that. So I haven't seen this. By big, bright light machine, are you talking about like an ultraviolet chamber or something like that? That's Yeah, that I think that's kills, what it does. Kills off germs and stuff. I think that's, that's interesting. Yeah, you know, and the NFL doesn't have like a – and maybe they, maybe they have – guidelines or high level guidelines but it's kind of up to the teams to implement 
their own version of this coronavirus care or whatever you want to call it. Um, and it, it's cool to see Tepper. I mean, he's got the money, right, mm-hmm. to basically turn this into sort of a mini bubble just for the Panthers. And I don't know how harsh they're being. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe they said it in the video how harsh they're being on like curfews or uh, gatherings or anything like that. Have they mentioned anything like that? Did you see? They anything? haven't mentioned any of that. No. Yeah. Um, another cool thing that they had that the hard knocks, the chargers and Rams didn't show could have it. Don't know, but they have blinking armbands that their oh, proximity yeah. armbands that if you get six feet away from somebody else with it, it starts blinking. And my I understanding that was a really is, good idea. Yeah. My understanding is that it, I think that is an NFL thing over, huh. you know, all teams are doing that. But yeah, um, I mean, I've watched some of the, uh, like Jonathan Alexander, who we had on the show a couple of weeks ago, put an Instagram video out today or yesterday, basically showing his routine when he goes to this, the bubble, uh, to the training camp in the mornings. And he goes in, he gets swabbed, you know, they test him basically, he gets his credentials, he wears the armband thing, um, they have a very specific spots that they have to stand on the sidelines. The reporters do, so it's it's interesting and it's hardcore. Like it's it's not as hardcore as the NBA, where it's basically like a a little mini country that they don't let anybody else into. But for the NFL, it's pretty good, I think, and it might actually work. Yeah, I was really hoping the second episode would have came out before today's podcast, so we could. Do- discuss that one too but i remember yeah i remember camp confidential kind of having a weird schedule like it wasn't every it wasn't consistent and they only did four or five of them and it was like just it was kind of weird how it came out yeah well the first one was really good it's very good insightful on how they're handling the coronavirus and i look forward to you know the next few come out the production value is really good just like camp confidential was last year as well yeah, I gotta say yeah. the Panthers like media department where they do stuff like this is really good. They always mm-hmm. put really high production stuff out. And speaking of their production value, we can't go to training camp this year, but <laughs> the Panthers are bringing training camp little snippets to us with the live look-ins, and I love it. Yeah, it's not bad, and and you know they have them commentated by Jake Delome at least day one. Jake Delome and I don't know the the woman's name who was with him. Maybe do you? I don't know. I don't know her yeah. name. But, uh, day two, they had Roman Harper and Jake Delome. Okay, Jake Delome, day one was like sitting in his truck. Oh, still and, sitting in his truck day two too. Okay, so he had like terrible connection issues, sort of towards the <laughs> latter half of that first days, and I I didn't watch all of the second days yet, but he. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Jake, like, do you not have like an office or something? My thinking yeah, he, is maybe like he only has his phone or an iPad that has like cellular connectivity. He doesn't have Wi-Fi in his house, maybe, and that's the best place that he can get signal. Well, I don't know. I, maybe I looked too much into his uh, images of him in his truck, but if you look in the background, it looks like he's at his horse farm because you yeah. know he breeds horses now right. for a living. So I'm, but I assumed he would have an office with you know Wi-Fi because you have to you know make calls, fax, and all that, all I, everything else. You would think so. Of course, I mean Andrew Luck still has a flip phone, so technology hasn't caught up to all of these guys. Yeah, or they've and, and, uh, actively avoided it. And I love how 
He's just strolling in there in a dirty shirt that looks like yeah. half ripped off. Like, yeah, my uh, sister. It's cool though. I mean, he's got good uh, good insights into a lot of this stuff, and he actually had a lot of good insights into the defense, which I was sort of surprised about him being a quarterback. Oh yeah, wait till you finish day two. Roman Harper had a lot of insight on some the secondary. Yeah. Um, so, just overall thoughts. Of what you've seen so far, anything jump out at you that you're surprised about, positive or negative? Uh, I was gonna hold this off, but yes, I, I feel like a little detective watching this, especially yeah. today. So the defensive starters are wearing black jerseys this year. Mm-hmm. So Jeremy Chin is already wearing a black jersey. Eli Apple is wearing a white jersey, and T.J. Green who is playing cornerback for us, even though he was drafted as a safety, is wearing a black jersey, as well as Justin Burris. T.J. Green is the guy from the Colts, right? Correct. Yeah. So is T.J. Green in that starting cornerback spot right now? Could be. I mean, my I read a little something about this earlier, basically rules saying that Eli Apple was still sort of getting caught up to speed on the playbook and stuff like that. Um but has uh, does TJ Green have that big of a jump on him? I mean, <laughs> I don't think so. So, no. uh, you know, the, but TJ Green was a second round pick. Eli Apple was a first round pick. They were drafted around the same time. I don't know if it's the same year, but uh, at least within maybe a year of each other. So they're both young guys. Um, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if Eli Apple doesn't start for us. He hasn't been that great in his career. So, uh, and and I'm happy. I mean. Play, start the guys who are the best. Don't worry about names, you know. Oh, I agree. I, yeah. I and it's not like TJ Green starting over Eli Apple is a huge issue here. Yeah, it's, it's not, not a like giant he, upset. It's just not what we expected. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just shocked, you know, day two that I can see he's already wearing a black, you know, the black starter one. Yeah. I, I did and, hear that Eli Apple looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he'll he'll end up earning that starting spot. Um, I don't know. Also, they had three safeties with black jer- jerseys. Justin Burris had one as well. As well, obviously Trey Boston mm-hmm. has one. And if you've watched the anything, Trey Boston is the leader of the defense right now. It doesn't even seem like there's a question. Makes sense, right? I mean, he's yeah. sort of the old guy there now, so he's making them, you know, among the most money on that defense. Uh, certainly in that position. So. Um, so. I was uh, pretty pleased watching F.A. Obata the first couple of days. I thought he's really stood out. Uh, it looks like he's stronger. He's faster. Uh, he's still very young. <clears throat> still pretty raw. But it seems like he is, he's really coming along. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty stoked about him. I think he's going to end up making this team. I know that was one when we did our defensive line preview we thought he might be the odd man out um but i think he's he's playing pretty well so far you know from the limited things that we've seen right you know again this we have to put a caveat on that like we've seen like two hours of practice two hours of practice and then we are scouring for reporters observations and going off that and speaking of fa obata he was the first person out on monday morning out of the locker room was working out by himself as well as Jeremy Chin did it Tuesday. And supposedly, uh, 
Christian McCaffrey spent overtime, you know, hung out after practice with White Tahir Whitehead and Shaq working on their footwork and, you know, just tackling. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey supposedly fumbled today, which was big <gasps> news. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I heard the uh, whole offense had struggled with fumbling. I read somewhere that the offense fumbled three times on Tuesday and yeah. failed to get into the end zone. Yeah. Um, some other interesting nuggets. Uh, supposedly Will Greer has looked better than P.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Will Greer, uh, actually I think he's looked pretty much on par with Bridgewater in terms of uh, – you know, again, this is practice. He's playing with the twos. He's playing against the twos. So he's, you know, if he's made any sort of jump from year one to year two, which you would expect, then he's probably going to look pretty good. Um, he's got the beard. I mean, the beard is ready. The beard is game ready. Such a glorious beard. <laughs> it is It is a nice beard. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I'm, I mean, encouraged by that, right? We mm-hmm. obviously want our draft picks to do well, and even though he was a third rounder last year from a regime that doesn't really exist anymore, we still want him to do well. We were excited about the pick at the time, so yeah. Uh, another little tidbit: if you haven't seen it, Coach Rule jumped into oh, yeah. in the line for the D line and participated in that drill to try to knock the ball out. He went full throttle, by the way. Yeah, he's, he did not. <laughs> he got a little sloppy towards the end. <laughs> like he he yeah, lost his yeah. footing a little bit. Um, but hey, I mean, I love to see it. You never would have seen Ron Rivera out there, and he played football. Yeah, he, yeah. Rules uh, <laughs> technique needs some improvement. I'm sure the D line coach is going to have to get on to him about it. It was cool to see, though. Definitely, if you haven't seen that, just I'm, it's everywhere. So just yeah. Google Matt Rule you know, tackling drill or something like that or ball and, swipe drill. And another interesting about that drill is I noticed Brian Burns was kind of a leader in that grouping because he was helping pick up the dummies. He was like kind yeah. of in charge of the line, getting them all, you know, he was really into it. And I was, I, I'm excited for him. Yeah. Every time I see him, I'm like, dang, that's a big guy. Like he is, he is big, and he he looked fast too. He looked really fast. Oh yeah, that's one thing is a lot of most of these guys that I'm seeing they look like they're in football shape. They don't look like mm-hmm. they've been slacking. Like they look. They have ready not to been go. Kelvin Benjamin in the offseason. Right. I don't see any Kelvin Benjamins out there. Which or is Eddie great. Lacy, if you're you know right. <laughs> Eddie Lacy, if you're nasty. Um, <laughs> um, another thing that I I've seen and I've also read uh, is that Robbie Anderson looks pretty much unguardable. Mm-hmm. He has been just flying around. He looks fast when he's standing still. He's catching everything thrown at him. Uh, he had a couple of nice like sideline grabs that prompted a lot of excitement about him. But, uh, man, it's Curtis Samuel, too. Curtis Samuel has looked good. So yeah. if those three guys are you know, used consistently and, and Teddy can get them the ball, that's going to be so much fun to watch. Absolutely. I don't know if you saw the tip pass that Curtis Samuel was able to yeah. toe tap in the end zone. And like you said, he's been catching everything that's thrown to him that's catchable from what yeah. I've read. Him, th- there was not one negative thing I read about the receivers so far that 
the standouts have been, you know, Curtis Samuel, uh, Omar Bayless, and oh my God, why can't Robbie Anderson? Yeah. And I'm shocked DJ Moore's name hasn't really come up, but I'm assuming with no negatives, I can't see how he's having a bad issue. Yeah, I wanted to mention that Omar Bayless. I heard I've actually heard his name a lot. Like, yeah. Um, he he seems like he's uh, he's making some positive impacts out there. So one to watch for sure. Well, I saw him catch a couple touchdowns in some of the drills, and he's jumping over guys. He's only six one, but he was plucking it, the balls out in front of the corners yeah. and just. Yeah, so. no, we've sort of been a little like. And eh, whatever about him, but maybe that was a really a a, a find. I mean, we'll yeah. see. It's going to be tough though, because this is like our deepest position, you know. Especially bringing in Tommy Lee Lewis now, who you're going to assume makes the team. Farrah Cooper, you're assuming is going to make the team. Mm-hmm. That really leaves maybe one spot, you know. So, but I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for all these guys. I, I hope we get the best guys. Yeah. Uh. Some negative news. Uh, the newly signed punter Joseph Carlton supposedly has really struggled in camp the past two days. There's actually, I don't know if you ever go to the Daily Snark, but it made their news about how bad one of his punts was. It was five yards. The guy recording oh, yeah. it punted it, and he goes, Oh, jeez. It just, <laughs> I mean, I could go out there and punt better than this punt. Not consistently, but I could do it this one time. I have once punted much better than that. Oh, I've punted multiple <laughs> times much better than that. Um, yeah, supposedly Joey Sly is looking really good. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got to mention that. Um, I was th- neither, saving that neither for of you. Those guys... I had that on my last thing. Okay. I was going to okay. bring it up. That supposedly he's he is booting the ball yeah. from long distance and making them. And you know the thing to really mention about both punter and place kicker they don't have any competition those are the guys and if i think think they're gonna have another punter i was gonna say if they're gonna bring in another punter they're gonna have to do that pretty quickly because there's not another one on the roster he is the guy so we'll see I, i have a feeling they probably will be bringing in another punter at some point I wouldn't mind bringing in our kicker at least to save. Joey shut Sly's up, Jerry! Leg. You shut your mouth. I just say you his shut leg. your mouth. Graham Gano, by the way, got signed with the Giants. Shocker! The day. Yeah, they. I think they had Chandler Cantnazero or something on there, and they they cut him and signed Gano. So you figured it was either going to be the Giants or the Bills or yeah. Washington, right? It had to be one of the three. <laughs> <laughs> just just put like a tunnel between the stadiums between those you know teams yeah. and ship them through yeah um just you know not that teddy bridgewater has looked bad i haven't seen too many just wow what a throw by teddy bridgewater reports coming out of him but i think all three of our quarterbacks are looking okay like they're looking good i haven't seen anything like oh teddy bridgewater's thrown three interceptions today or anything like that like you know i'm sure we'll get there and, and you know Everybody, all of these guys have bad days in training camp, but it seems like everyone is fairly pleased, if not blown away, by our quarterback play so far. Yeah, from what I've read, is it he's been very consistent, getting the ball accurately to the receivers, 
And that's what we're expecting this offense exactly. to run on anyways. Exactly what we expect, yep. So. Apparently, P.J. Walker did uh, hit Andrew Volert with a, uh, a touchdown today. So Yeah. Congratulations to those guys. <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> um... I don't know. Any, oh, any... you haven't seen Hard Knocks. You no, don't get I haven't that. Seen, haven't seen Hard Knocks. He, yet, when so. he gets cut, that's what he says. He says it in to the coach. To the coach. Oh wow. And that's the pretty coach early won't... to get cut, right? Like that, you know, you got to yeah. be really. Oh, the Anthony Lynn loved it. He like came yeah. back to the GM and was like, "Man, I really like that guy. <laughs> I like that fire. It was just a numbers thing." And then he goes, "But let's be real. He's not Antonio Gates." <laughs> yeah. There you go. Wow. It's... Is Antonio Gates still playing? I don't even know. Probably in some rec league, but that's about it. Yeah, I'm sure he's out there somewhere. All right. Well, um, just overall thoughts. Oh, by the way, uh, Gross Matos. Gross Matos. Gross Matos. Supposedly also looking pretty spry out there. Good. Looking good. So I think, uh, and Derek Brown as well. Derek Brown apparently had a big uh, run stop today against McCaffrey. That got everybody hyped up. So, rookies looking good. Yeah, we love the draft class. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully we're right on them. Well, we definitely need some defensive, <laughs> some guys to to step up in the defense for sure. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else left for the day? No, I think um, we're gonna try to start kind of keeping these, especially these training camp updates, fairly short. And maybe put out more than just one a week. Um, so, you know, maybe half hour, 45 minutes is sort of what we're targeting. So look for that. And and by the way, guys, let us know if, I mean, do you like the longer podcast? Do you like the shorter podcast? Hit us up. Let us know. Um, we've been getting some feedback lately uh, on, you know, a lot of our hot takes. Somebody blasted me on Twitter the other day for... Speaking ill about Jordan Scarlett, <laughs> which I explained to him my thoughts and, you know, and we parted as friends, but, uh, you know, it happens. But, hey, we love the, the feedback from you guys. So definitely hit us up on Twitter, Meow Mix Podcast, email us, uh, mailbag at meowmixpodcast.com, or just comment on YouTube at whatever, you know, just search for Meow Mix Podcast on YouTube. We're there. <laughs> You could also leave one. us a five-star review with a comment on Apple Podcasts, and we'll read it on the air. Exactly. All right. Sorry, Jerry. I sort of stole your ending there. but It's fine. All right. All right, everybody. Well, we will be back soon. Um, if anything breaks, then we'll be back sooner. But uh, until next time, stay safe and keep pounding. <laughs>